This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Chris, before we kick off, do you want to know something very sad? Yes. So I was a bit worried we might not have enough content today, so I did a tweet from the Male Gaze account. Oh, no. Don't ever do that. I know. I said, we're about to record an ep. Any questions for us? Zero questions. (laughs) Did anyone say anything? Uh, no, nothing. It's Man, that's so depressing. Don't do that. Delete that tweet. <laughs> it's had 76 impressions. Oh, no. I know, and no one said anything. But, you know. Well, then screw you. Yeah, if you don't have any questions for us, guess what? We aren't going to talk. Yeah, this whole episode, we're going to be silent. Silent. Starting from now. Cue theme tune. Sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. It's the day of We are back. Well, we are back. Hello, it's the Mail Gaze. This time we've only been away a week or so, and we're so happy to be back with you, uh, the charming public. We have got so much like fire under our ass at the moment. We're really, I feel like, trying to make this podcast happen. Yeah. Um, our producer's away, and so we're like recording this without him. We're in a booth, like the sort of booth where you might record your album. Yeah, I feel like Adele, but... Um, the weirdest part about this is usually Elon and I are in chairs sort of facing away from each other. Yeah. But this one we're like directly looking into each other's eyes. Have you ever seen that um, Frost-Nixon film? No. I, ha- I haven't either, but I imagine it's a lot like this. <laughs> it's the For our New Zealand listeners, it's like, the, it's like the sighing Gary ads where they look deep into each other's eyes. Those ads are crazy. They're so weird. They're eh? so full on. I was thinking about Sign Gary today. I don't know if I've talked about this already, but one time we won a competition when I was a, a child, six. Right. Uh, it was a, a Sign Gary competition where you got to, they would drive you to school in the Black Thunder. What? Honestly, media presenters were constantly driving kids to school in the 90s. I know. I felt like, I know multiple people who won prizes where a celebrity drove them to school. Yeah. It's and the I, shittest prize as oh, well. It was the worst. And the worst thing was we've been listening every single morning so we heard every child who got a ride to school re, like talk about all the extra food they got and they got cookie times so they got chips they got all the stuff and then when we did it we got one snack size bag of munchos and a can of fresh up. Fuck you 
Cy and Gary. But then we complained. <laughs> Fuck you, Cy Gary. Our enemies. Our enemies. <laughs> we complained, and then they sent us extra food. Oh, they would be like, "Fuck these guys." Don't complain about a prize you got. <laughs> but also, shit prize, and they made it even shitter. So they fuck did. you, Cy and Gary. You're on. The hit list. <laughs> wow. The male gaze versus I'm gonna, Sangari. I'm going to find them both, and I'm going to beat you up, motherfucker. <laughs> Do you reckon you could win in a fight with either Sai or Gary? Yeah. Sai won Dancing with the Stars. He's quite fit. I'd fuck him up. <laughs> oh, my God. What would you have? I've had, like, what would you a have? handful of Eminem Crosby's. <laughs> like, honestly, that is, that's just my crack. And I'm like... On, I'm on like peak alert. Listen, I've got a netball game tonight at like 9.30, which is basically my bedtime. Yeah. And once I found that out, I was like, okay, where am I going to find any energy to play this game? So I was like, I'm now I'm like all out of skew, basically. I reckon you're going to be at your best. Actually, this is going to go seamlessly into my Queen of the Week. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I do. You're going to hear it before the fact of the gay. We like to spice it up. Ooh. Laurel Hubbard. You know her. Yes, I know her. I know her. Not personally, but Not we either. know of her. And we've been watching her on TV this week. On the Commonwealth Games. Um, it's weird. The Commonwealth Games are slightly cooked, eh? Like, it's <laughs> it's the only ever time that we're outwardly promoting colonisation. We're celebrating the empire of Britain. <laughs> it's so it's very gross. But it's a good chance for us to knock up some medals. It's like, oh, our medal tally in New Zealand is like under 10 medals usually in the Olympics. We've got 24 Commonwealth Games medals already. It's like, if you were at school and all the fast kids were away yeah. and like a at like all the real athletes were away and then you got a, kind of got a chance to get a medal. Yeah. No, listen, that analogy was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that made it slightly different from what the current situation is is that I said school. Yeah, exactly. Your school also, I reckon, probably didn't have medals. No offence. They had cups. Oh, yeah. Many What cups. cups did you win at school? Uh, they had the Altiora Pedo medal, actually. So they had one medal. I won every award that I won at school. Was I won every award. No, I didn't. (laughs) I only ever won awards that were invented that year. So I won Best (laughs) Performance in a Shakespeare. uh, And at no no point in the rest of my school career, other than when I won it, did that exist. (laughs) I didn't win any drama prizes at school, basically. Wow. I know. And look at me now. New Zealand's greatest actor. (laughs) The best actor in New Zealand. Oh, I saw the trailer for that new movie, Meg. About the shark that they filmed here? Did you get an award for that? <laughs> for watching a trailer? <laughs> Why are you so sassy? You trying to keep your, your, your guts so up for your I'm, netball game? <laughs> get that fighting I thought that was a segue out of you winning medals. No. Oh. No, I didn't. I was, it was just because uh, New Zealand actors are in it. It's one of those ones where it was filmed in New Zealand. So it's like Jason Statham and Ruby Rose, but then around them it's just like everyone you know, you see oh, it. Like who? Name Kukaku. them. Uh, oh, I can't remember who. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah. <laughs> Laurel Hubbard. Um, she is a trans weightlifter. Well, she's a weightlifter. She happens yeah. to be trans. Um, but I guess, well, not happens to. I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. Like, it's been this big media frenzy. It's so ridiculous. Every time they talk about her, every time that anyone brings her up, they're like, controversial athlete. It's like, shit, just... She's not going around, like, kneecapping everyone. She just wants to compete even Stevens. Um, It's it's a really... It's like... 
it's one of those annoying things where it's bringing out a really horrible conversation into like New Zealand like New Zealand media and every time you see an article about it you are like oh god the comments are going to be truly the worst and it's and- always the worst people that come out that decide that their opinion about trans athletes uh, need to be hurt I know and oh, this happened like at work yesterday where the, we were watching the game and then people were kind of talking about it and it's like I don't want to hear straight men's opinions on this yes. at all. Yes. Like, and, but, and this, the same thing happened today with Taika calling New Zealand out for being racist. Oh my gosh. And then you just get Mark Richardson and Duncan Garner, you know, on the on the AM show just talking about so it. Like, we need to we need to give the so, real hot takes on this. He's like, let me tell you, white men in their voice. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's just that annoying thing of being like, well, I don't, I only want to hear ex- experts on the field talk about this issue. So, yeah. like, you know, members of the sporting community who are trans, I want to hear their thoughts on it. Yeah. And I want to hear, like, at the very least, a weightlifter's opinion. But, yeah. like, I don't want to hear anyone else's opinions. Uh, but anyway, she's my um, queen of the week because I think it's just amazing what she's pulled off. She um, twanged her elbow in the... F- and I watched it. It's bloody gruesome. It was really graphic. But she also just looked like... Nothing had happened. Like, you could see what happened to her arm, but the way she was <laughs> was, like, so calm and collected. Also, weightlifting is maybe the sh- dumbest sport. Oh, I, my knees hurt watching it. <laughs> I watch people do it, and I'm like, how are your knees not, like, your kneecaps not splitting out of your skin? How many gym-related accidents do you reckon happen during weightlift, like, the weightlifting where people watch it, and they're like, I'm trying that tomorrow, oh and then they gosh. have a they have a go. I can't imagine anything worse. Any exercise that I do, where I have to hold any sort of weight above my head, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna drop it. I'm gonna oh, my head. This is how I go. Um, but there was this really. There's only my only final point on this. There's this really sad thing last. I was looking at like all the articles last night, and there yeah. was a photo of her. You know, as her elbow was snapping in half, and it was like on the front page of the um, your news hub. And it's like my heart kind of broke because it was like such a humiliating photo of her. You know, yeah. like it's her kind of being defeated by her body and her elbow. Like, And it's not a very flattering image of her. And mm. I was like, oh, like why? She's overcome so much shit to be able yeah. to compete. And she's facing so much backlash. And surely we should just be celebrating that rather than like publicising this horrendous image of her. She has today also withdrawn from the uh, finals because of her injury, and she it could be the end of her weightlifting career, oh. which is sad. But also, uh, already people were talking about the Olympics and being like, this scandal's only going to get worse, only going to get worse, blah, 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 blah. I was actually reading up about like what the um, guidelines are for the Olympics and yeah. trans athletes and stuff. It's kind of interesting. I think it was like they keep adjusting the rules, but they can compete in the categories of the genders that they identify to. But they, yeah. there's this kind of bogus thing where they have to like prove their their like um, sexual or their gender identity, and they have to have like they've had to have the sexual reconcilement like surgery and stuff like that, which is that's. 
crazy. Absolutely cooked. Um, but How can that don't possibly? fact check? I mean, fact check that because um, I skim read it on Wikipedia. But it's kind of interesting. Maybe I'll come back with a sports episode. You also have to have your t- your testosterone levels in your body need to be below a certain level. Yes, etc. Yeah. Et so you have to be taking hormone replacement and all that sort of stuff. Interesting fact about Laurel Hubbard. You may not know as well. She is the daughter of Dick Hubbard, former mayor of Auckland, who owned Hubbard Cereal, which was a cereal you may well remember if you're a New Zealand child. Bugs and Mud was probably their most <laughs> iconic one. They each came with a little newsletter with a crossword and a letter from Dick himself. What? Really? Yeah. What an um, amazing, like, veritable family. Veritable, yes. is that the word? Like, they're all doing such interesting things. You've I got know. a weightlifter, you've got a mayor. You, with who's, state, who's also, also a cereal wizard. If I might like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We used to have berry, berry nice on our birthdays. Do you remember mm. that one? Oof. They soaked the oats in berry juice. They soaked the oats in berry juice. Sounds like a tongue twister. I hate a bugs of mud. I had it once, oh. gave me a headache. So it was fuck like- you, Dick Hubbard. <laughs> You're on the hit list. Uh, it was like chewy Cocoa Pops. Mm. <laughs> What's the fact of the gay, Eli? Okay, so this was on the website Queerty, where I go for my gay news. They were talking about um, a little scandal that happened in the early 90s. Barbie. Yes. Ever heard of her? Uh, I'm familiar. What happened to that? They were making a movie about Barbie where Amy Schumer was going to play Barbie. That's right. Where's that at? Post-production, maybe. Yeah. I'm on our screen soon. I remember in Toy Story 2, it was like so exciting when they got Barbie in it and she was called Barbie. You know, they didn't just have like an imitation. Yes. They got Mattel on board. They had real Barbies and the Barbies were hilarious. They were voiced by the girl who also voiced The Little Mermaid. Fun fact. Really? I don't know if that's fun. It's just a fact. (laughs) Could be fun. Yeah. If you're alone. Nothing else going on in and, your life. And you were th- you, and watching you, movies all day. Then it would be fun. You want to hear about the fruitful career of a voice <laughs> artist from the... Uh... A plucky young voice artist who's yes. gone from zero to hero. She has. And Unless, then... we don't know, she could be a princess. She could have started out. Yeah, she could have been. She could have been She could be a rich. privileged bitch who's just... <laughs> <laughs> Just walking past the studio, and they were like, hey, you want to voice a couple of characters? And she was like, my dad owns this company. Yeah, let me voice it. Uh, anyway, Mattel, in the 90s, they released Magic Earring Barbie, and they released her friends, Magic Earring Christy and Magic Earring Cindy. Earring or Erin? Magic Earring. Oh, yes. Uh, where you could also, like, you, so your Barbie had an earring, and then you got in the packaging an earring for yourself as well. Okay. But guess what they also made? Magic Earring Ken. Cool. And he has such a tight look. It's like purple mesh t-shirt with a denim vest over the top. Blonde, uh, pushback hair, and then a giant silver earring on his right ear, which is... I don't know what the mean. Isn't there one ear that was meant to be gay? Like when I was at primary school, it was yes. like, if you get it in the Fuck, ear. if you did anything at primary school, it was like, you, that means you're gay. It was like, if you have your socks up, but your shoes untied, that means you're gay. Do you remember the gay handshake? No, I don't remember oh. any of this stuff. What was that? It was like, if you, so <laughs> this is going to be very fun to try and describe for listeners, but it was like, you clasp your hand with someone and then yeah. you do this. So you Ooh, stroke. you just tickled my. <laughs> I know. You take your middle finger and you stroke the middle of their palm. This is creepy. Well, I don't know. That's just like perverted. It's just gross, eh? Um, It's a nasty surprise. (laughs) Like a kinder surprise, Uh, but nasty. (laughs) 
I, I love that, like a nasty adult version of a Kinder you just, Surprise. Oh, you just like opened up and inside is an is a real egg. <gasps> oh yuck! <laughs> I was thinking like nasty, like inside was like, oh. a, like a, little, a little cock ring. <laughs> oh yeah, like a little dirty surprise. Yeah. Not that's definitely not for kids. No, which the Kinder, you know, fun fact here, yeah, means kids. The real surprise is. You're gonna become an adult after you open this egg. Uh, anyway, but guess what? People went nuts about this oh, Ken. People thought it was like actively showing an, uh, an openly gay man, which was not the sort of thing that kids should be saying. Uh, and uh, people didn't like it at all. People called it a chrome cock ring. His big old earring. Damn. Is this a photo of him here? I'm yes. sorry for people listening. But, but you can search it. Search Magic Aaron Ken. Oh, he's he, hot. Yeah, he's really gay. He's got a big medallion as well. He's wearing, a, he is literally wearing a mess top. And a, and he's cut underneath. He looks great. Wow. I'm really amazed. And then they asked the companies. Uh, he's definitely not anything else but gay in this. He's like, so gay. Yeah. And go he for looks it. like a sort of aggressive hairstylist. Oh yeah, like he'd kind of pull your hair a little bit as he cut it. Up. Cutted it. Go back to school, Chris. Where you belong. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Chris has just gone back to school, so it's just me for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about this week, Eli? Well, uh, let me tell you. <laughs> In the news this week was an Australian rugby. Union question mark player? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. League? Not rugby league. No, That's it's like union. the Warriors, right? Oh my god. The Warriors are trying to like figure out what the fuck sports are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he plays rugby union. His name's Israel Israel Falau. Uh he's married to uh Maria Falau. Formerly Maria Tutaye. Uh, I think that's her name. Uh, and she's a netballer. She's a silver fern. Oh, yeah. They're yes. a bit of a sporting power couple. He's really good. People love him. He plays really well. But guess what? He, oh, he is. <laughs> Rash monster. Yeah, he doesn't listen to this podcast. I'll tell you one thing I know <laughs> well, about him for sure. he does. Well, shout out to Izzy. Thanks like for on listening. Like the, on the side, you know, just like his real truth. Yeah. Internalized homophobia is what I'm suggesting here. Wow. No, I don't know. I, I don't, don't think him. so. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty masked. He's quite beautiful. Um, what has he done? He said someone asked. It's, it's a bit. It's a bit fishy the way this came out. Someone asked him on Israel on Instagram. Uh, he posted a thing about God's plan and how it was way more difficult, but ultimately more worthwhile than your plan. And then someone. Con- this is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
pointed on his Instagram saying, what's God's plan for gays? Because he's previously made slightly homophobic comments. So they were baiting him. Baiting him, yes. But then he did reply to that Instagram and he said, hell in all capitals. Oh my God. Hell! <laughs> hell! Uh, and then obviously this opened up a whole uh, sea of criticism. And then he posted another Instagram uh, quoting a Bible verse about how, like, ultimately, if you're a Christian, you'll end up, you will end up being persecuted for your beliefs, but you've got to stay strong. Which is a, sh- a shoddy thing to put in the Bible. By the way, it's like, by the way, if people question you about this, that's just them persecuting you. <sighs> and you've got to stick to your beliefs because this, it's... But ugh. here's the thing, like... And- we discovered this on our journey making a web series, the Malgo's web series, and we talked to the head of the oh, St. Matthew's Church, the Anglican yes. Church, yeah. and we like outright asked her about some of the shitty things in uh, the Bible, yeah. and she was like, yeah, there's some really shitty things in there, but it's like an old text, and we've kind of grown out of it. So just yeah. the shitty things, cross them out. If you still want to go down that route of like, you know, going to church and having a religion and having a faith, then... Just ignore some of the shit things. Yeah. Like, it supports slavery and... Women being, like, silent. And you're not meant to wear more than two different types of fabric at once. And guess what? We all do. I'm wearing jeans, cotton. Fuck. I don't know if anything I'm wearing is cotton. (laughs) Really? Oh, maybe this T-shirt. Oh, this is fucking such this a good This is the best bit of the podcast. <laughs> My favourite bit of the podcast is when you talked about what you were wearing. What fabrics are, what fabrics are we wearing today? <laughs> yeah. We this week. We do Queen of the Week, Fact of the Gay, and, and what Fabric fabrics? of Society. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so funny when people say they're being persecuted as well. Like, uh, like, like I'm being persecuted. It's like, do you know what persecuted means? It is not Has it just mean. been a week of these, like, really annoying straight men kind of being attacked for their opinions that are, like, outdated and then them feeling, and then them coming out and being like, I feel attacked. I've been attacked. Like, no doubt we're going to hear from Duncan Garner this week. Uh, later this week, being like, whoa, like a called tiger on his um, race, you know, saying that New Zealand's racist, and then suddenly I'm the one who's being attacked. And you're like, yeah, because stop trying to, like, put yourself underneath this. Yeah, yeah. And stop making it seem like, as a white man, saying your opinion and then getting feedback, you are being attacked in mm. any way, shape, or form. People are just responding to your, basically, shit Hobbits. Yes. What was interesting with the Israel situation was that he was playing in a game. I don't know what your match. Uh, that was support, sponsored by Qantas as well, which have just yes. recently been like really pushing um, their like equality pride movement. Yeah. And so like a lot of people were like, "So Qantas, what are you doing about this?" And yeah, they were like, Qantas. "The 18 year old who was working for you know social media was like." Ah! <laughs> I just like ran out of the office. We're gonna post some gifts. <laughs> I know. You got this job like a week ago. <laughs> this isn't as easy as, as it was when I was just doing my Twitter. I love it when you watch, the, you know, like for all those companies, there's like, you know, some 18 year old who's just got a job like yeah. tweeting for Qantas. And they've told everyone they're like, I got the perfect job. All I do is just like post fun tweets. Yes, and they go and confident and just like real sassy. And then suddenly it's like they're in this shit store and they just don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. I really love it. Do you think, um, what? what's your sort of take on this, Eli? Uh, I mean, obviously it's shit. It's really shit. I guess it's just like, maybe you can ha- Why would you use a public forum to voice opinions like that? 
Unless, like, you... Could you imagine using your Instagram like that? Like, being yeah. that opinionated and you're... Like, I'm just, like, I, my Instagram is literally, like, a photo. And then when anyone messages me under a photo, I'll just put an emoji and, like, that is it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine being, like, hell, bitch. You know, like... All caps, hell. All caps, hell. Well, I just can't imagine thinking anyone else would be going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think is maybe the most frustrating thing is sports stars thinking that their opinion matters or counts. Like, I literally give zero fucks what sports um, players think about anything. Yeah. But you know whose opinion does count? Comedians. Comedians. Thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, generally, at high school, all the sporting jocks were pieces of shit. Like, all of them oh. were, like, these big meatheads who were, like, you know, treated their girlfriends like shit, like, cheated on their girlfriends, were, like, awful to teachers, yeah. bullied everyone else in the school, and then some of them grow up to become, like, famous d- dickheads. And yeah, I'm like, you're their opinions still haven't shifted. They're still idiots. Yeah, and just because you're playing sport doesn't mean that you know how like how life is. Yes. You don't. I guess it's You've hard. got a very weird view on life because for your profession, yeah. you throw a ball around. I guess you'll be getting a little bit of support from like Pacific communities, specifically within like who are like heavily Catholic. Yeah. Which absolutely. is where obviously the like you know, I have no, I cannot relate, and I have no idea what that must be like. But as well, on the flip side of that, like you worry about like you know queer Polynesian um, individuals who like you know hear this. This is just like fueling an already like fiery conversation. Yeah, uh, and they're put under sort of more heat and more pressure. Um, which is obviously really, I don't know, sad and violent. <laughs> yeah, it's hard as well because in different Pacific communities, sometimes it's like a super accepted, has been accepted for hundreds of years, mm. trans identifying and queer identifying people. And then others, it's just like, and look, you know who brought Catholicism and churches to Pacific communities? It was horrible white people. Oh my God. We are the oppressor. We're terrible people. Uh, speaking about God's plan, though, um, do you like Drake? Yes. Also, uh, do you think, not necessarily God's plan, but do you think there is a plan? Do you believe in fate? Do you believe there's a plan for you? Great question. For, us, for all of us, for the world. I don't believe in fate, um, wow. but I do read horoscopes. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll read horoscopes like every morning. I l- fucking love horoscopes. Yeah. And it's the one thing when there's a physical newspaper nearby me, it's the only thing that I will yeah, read. Yeah, I'll be like skip the world, skip the sports, skip travel section, horoscopes. Yeah. yeah. Um but I was thinking really today. I was like, man, I've had I've literally had like a, the shittiest day. Like, I've nothing bad's happened, but I've just, like, been dropping my keys all day. Oh, yeah. I got a parking ticket. I was, like, late to everything. I was I woke up really, really late. Uh, not really late, but, like, I slept in. Um, it was hard How to get late? out of bed. Give people a time. No, Put no, no. time on it. No. No, people want to know what time you woke up. I like to wake up at 6 a.m. That's awful. And I got up at, like, eight, like 7, quarter to 8. Sick. Yeah. Do you not feel good? Sometimes no. when my alarm goes off, what, like when I sleep through my alarm and I wake up five minutes before work, I'm like, sick. No, I was like, oh, you're like, how are you representing yourself right now, Chris? You're supposed to be like, you have to fight for your position. Get on your uh, get on, get off your ass and and That's make a place in this world. But anyway, then I saw someone on Twitter talking about how Mercury is in retrograde, and I was like, 
oh, thank God. Like, I was suddenly relieved that I had an excuse for it. I love that, yeah. I've lost almost everything that I own recently. I lost my Bose headphones, which were worth so much money. And then I also lost some other headphones. And then I also lost a my the charger for my Fitbit. So I don't know how many steps I did today. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry for your I'm loss. I'm so lost. Uh, I love that we literally were just talking about, like, <laughs> queer like Polynesians. And then we were like, I just lost my Fitbit charger. <laughs> no, but today, though, I saw someone with the with the same headphones that I used to have. Oh. And I was and then I got I literally got out my phone because I was like, maybe she stole my headphones and so tried to see if my phone auto-connected to the headphones. <laughs> oh my god. And she absolutely did not. Like, You're like hold on, hold on, girl. Wait, let wait. me sync. <laughs> I need to sync with you. Um so and then we got like Even a, if they'd synced, what would I do? We're gonna be like, well, well, well. Paul would be like, you stole my phone, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> my phone, my head uh, headphones. Put on a different put on hit the road jack or some kind of like, like um, you're oh, like a song about going to jail. Going to jail. What else what else some songs about going to jail? False in Prison song. I was like, is there a Michael Jackson song about being like bad? Uh, they don't really care about us. They, that music video is in a prison. It's not really about be- going to prison. <laughs> That's Earth song. Oh. That's about the environment. <laughs> <laughs> We're in this tiny booth. Um, <laughs> it's so quiet in here because the soundproofing is so good that it. This is what it's going to be like to be in a coffin. I mean, it won't be as lit, and there won't be microphones or friends. And we won't be conscious, we won't be <laughs> experiencing it. You don't know that. Maybe it's in God's plan. That. Do you hear that theory of, like, when you go and bury it in the ground, there's, like, a moment where your heart was, like, boom, boom, it starts, like, rebeats again, and then, like, this was, like, a theory that I remember, like, friends talking about. It's, like, and then you, like, are born again. You know, not born again, but, like, you get a second chance, but you're, like, buried, and then you suffocate and die. Whose theory was? Yeah, I don't like know, friends said, being like, "Have you heard this theory?" No one. <laughs> well, said anything's that. a theory if someone comes up with it. Okay, well, here's my theory. I think when you get buried in the ground, um, yeah, uh, you go on. <laughs> you you wake up and you say the most profound thing you've ever thought of, but no one's there to hear it, and that's the sad truth of life. Well, that's your theory, and I'm glad you're owning it. Yeah, but I'm not going to say, have you heard it? Guys, everyone go out and make sure you tweet the Eli theory <laughs> <laughs> and share the word. No, but like, like people are worried about that. Like, maybe you're just like, you're not actually dead. Like, you're only half dead, and then you wake up again. Yeah. But you're in the coffin. Um, so burn me alive. Not alive, sorry. Burn me dead. <laughs> burn me dead, baby. Treat me kind, burn me dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking for someone to burn me dead. I want someone to spoil me rotten and burn me dead. <laughs> I I like to believe in fate a little bit because as I talk about as much as because possible. I believe in the power of God. <laughs> I believe in God. And this podcast is about um, getting people on board with faith. Because God's not the same boring old person you've heard about. He can be fun and freaky. No, I met my boyfriend on a plane, right, which I love to brag about because um, I'm a millennial, so everyone met their partners through apps, and I'm like, get this. Yeah. Uh, but... That, ha- like, when I think about my uh, life before then, I'm like, you know, I was in a relationship which probably should have ended earlier, and I'm like, oh, we should have broken up a little bit earlier, but then if we had broken up earlier, you know, who knows, I might not have been on that specific flight. Mm. Like, that was such a chance meeting, and maybe we would have met him. Is rest. that fate, or is that, like, um, like, like the butterfly effect or something? Or is the butterfly effect... The butterfly effect is like when you do something small, but then it changes the world so much there's like giant geese. 
<laughs> That's the best. And like chaos theory. What's chaos theory? Fuck. I don't know anything. I'm so stupid. Isn't chaos theory just like what can go wrong will go wrong, baby? So strap in. I did this talk for the Writers Fe- Auckland Writers Festival like a little while ago, and I interviewed the guy who coined the term chaos theory and, and wrote a book know. about it. <laughs> and he know. also coined the f- term the butterfly effect. And he wrote about the butterfly effect, I think. Um, and he's like literally one of the smartest people I've ever met. And he like was like nominated for the Pulitzer Prize and his book's been translated into 37 different cunt languages. Um, I said, just said cunt. Um, <laughs> I was going to say countries. <laughs> and this cunt's book is... Been- <laughs> this cunt's book is lit. Um, <laughs> no, but then he also wrote... His latest book was on time travel. Wow. And Does we, he think it's possible? Uh, I don't know. I didn't read it. Uh, obviously, because I'm dumb as shit. <laughs> um, but Were you interviewing him? Yes. How? How did you do that when you don't know who you're well, I just asked him, like, when, what, like, if you could travel in time, when would you go? And he was like, the real question is, would you go forward or back in time? And I was like, uh, like already spinning from wow. that. Um, which I was like, a really good question. Yeah. Would you go forward in time or back in time? Um, hmm. Back. No, forward. Yeah forward but i reckon then you wouldn't now talking about fate mate yeah how would you like you would would you live that path the same way or you're like i know how it pans out i'm gonna go this way and then you're like in a diabolical situation oh wait a second when you say go backward does that mean that you just you can travel and that means that you chris 27 years of age travel back to 1980 in my mind i was like you got a return ticket oh okay wait oh wait (laughs) So do you go back and then your your younger self? It's an Austin Powers situation. Oh, okay, okay. You're in one of those that, you know, and you're like, and you travel back and you can travel back and forward. Yes, okay, okay, okay. Uh, no, I think I still travel forward because there's mystery, you know. I just watched the San Junipero episode of Black Mirror. Oh. And, I, and that's the one where they can uh, go to different times, whatever time oh. they want to. Oh, maybe I would go back. Yeah, it sounds like you haven't made up your mind. Well, it'd be sick to go back to the 90s and be like, I'm going to wear the best outfit they've ever freaking seen. It was pretty unanimous when I asked the audience um, that everyone would go back <clears throat> because of, like, fucking up your life by going forward, okay. by affecting it. And it would be cool to go back and, like, witness it again or to, oh. like, I don't know, watch, like, your parents meet for the first time at I a party. I watch that. Or, well, I watch something better than that. I would always, I've always wanted to go back. This is like the drama nerd in me, and I'm kind of ashamed by this answer, but to Shakespearean times. Because I would love to watch a play in Shakespearean time. Because mm. people regard him so highly, and they're like, oh, this plays used to be written like this, and blah, 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 blah. And they'd be like, I've seen it, and it was shit. Yeah, and, that, and and you get to see that what accent... Don't people think that they talked in kind of American accents? Really? Like the, the, the accent they had in Shakespeare's time was closest to an American accent. Also, you could go back to Greek times, right? Because they, wrestle they did... Wrestle some dudes in the nude. And wrestle some dudes in the nudes. And also like... Dudes in the nudes. <laughs> and fuck a child, because that's what they oh. used to do back in the Greek times. Oh. That's, what, that's, that's what you want to do. I'm not endorsing That's what that. you want to do. No, that's I'm what saying I, people that's talk what about heard. people talk about the Greek lifestyle. Would you rather fantasy. It's go not. forward in time or go back in time and take back what you just said? <laughs> I would absolutely <laughs> rather go back in time or go forward in time and see what the repercussions are. Judging by how many people replied to our tweet about what we should talk about, <laughs> um, they'll be low. Hey, fuck, that's us. Yeah, that's us. We're going forward in time to um, tonight uh, to have dinner, and we'll be back in another week with another podcast, the same podcast, but maybe. 
slightly different. <laughs> Maybe better. <laughs> Maybe worse. Uh, please book tickets to our comedy festival shows. Oh, yeah. Um, you plug yours and I'll then I'll plug mine. Oh, let's plug each other's. Okay, Chris's show is called Camp Bench and it's going to be a lot of fun and it's on right after mine. And Eli's show is called An Inconvenient Puff and he's performing it at the Basement Theatre um, the same week as me and before me. And I'm in Fr- Fringe Bar in Wellington oh, as Fringe well. Bar in Wellington. You're doing both cities. I'm doing um, Giggly Goodies with Tom Sainsbury in Wellington. Yeah. And um, there's also James Malcolm, and who's doing Fameless. Yes. And James, James Mustapak. He's doing Mildly Wild. And heaps of other cool queer Ray. performers. Do you know Ray? Yeah, I know Ray. Ray Shipley? Yeah. She's doing, they are doing a show called He and She. She he and She, yeah. I'm excited yeah. for that as well. Yeah. All right. Um, that's our plugs for today. <laughs> That's it. Here endeth the plug. Ursula Carlson. Have you guys heard of Ursula Carlson? <laughs> She's an up-and-comer. Yeah. And she could do with some crowds. <laughs> All right, bye. R.I.P. This podcast. podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.